What is up? Live from Montebello, it's Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast, and, and joining me this week is not Peter Milling, it's my best friend, Jai Polidor, is here again, pinch hitting, he, he is a reliable, reliable co-host, and when I put out the call, I put out the call on, on the internets today, I said, Pete, let me know at the very last second he couldn't do the show tonight, and we couldn't use the, the shop either. That's why we were live from Montebello today, and that's why we were back to being inverted. Last week we had corrected that. We had corrected the inversion last week, but now no no no, no fun switcher studio here. It's still back to my old iPhone. Uh, it's me and Jai Polidor. Konnichiwa. So it's a very unusual week, so we're, we're here. Uh, we're here live again, and I, I've, I've made a point. And, uh, and over, uh, but God, I've been, I've been I'm doing this show for over two years now. Has it been two years? It's already? been two years. We started we started this nonsense uh, right after I got fired from uh, GameStop. Wow, and, uh, that was November of 2016. Oh, so, so I started this. I, we started this right when the Switch came out. Although the, the the week the Switch was announced and they did all that stuff. Yeah, that was 2017, my friend. Whoa. We were 2019. In two years of us doing this show, I, I, I always made it a very point. I did not want to delve. Into the world of politics, because uh, I, I am I am a student of political science. I, I studied that for several years. I studied political science uh, in the year of our Lord two thousand, which um, tells you everything you want to know about how my schooling went. Yeah, so I, I like to stay away from politics, and unfortunately, uh, things have happened. I mean, it, we try to stay positive on the show, but you know, this past weekend, bad things happened. Terrible things. Terrible things happened. Terrible. I'm not gonna dignify it with names and things, but we all know what happened this past weekend. And uh, but unfortunately, some shitheads. Uh, I, I don't mean to call names, but shitheads. You know, uh, some people on the the right wing side are starting to point the finger at video games again. I could have sworn we went through this shit 20 years ago, where uh, I believe you. Could, we we're both young men. Mm-hmm. When, uh, when video games were being blamed for all the maladies of the world, just like a rock music was blamed for all the maladies of the world before that. Oh, you play the mu- you play the record backwards. Music and of the devil, it was. The music of the devil. And and I thought we had settled this. I thought this like studies had been proven that video games are not the cause. They're just oh, they're just there, just like anything else, mm-hmm. just like movies or or uh, or music. They're just. There, they're not the cause. They're not. They're not inspiring. But apparently, the the, the fuckhead who um, <laughs> who shot up the El Paso Walmart, he left a uh, a manifesto, and he made one passing Call of Duty reference. Apparently, in this manifesto, this is yeah. what, this is what uh, from what I've seen. So now lawmakers are now like, uh, especially Cheeto McFuckhead. Uh, <laughs> That's actually a, a really good nickname. I yeah. can't fault you for that. Yeah, is uh, he wants to introduce. Uh, uh, they want to ban violent games. They, they're bringing all that. They're dredging that back up from uh, from 2000 to 2005. They're dredging the uh, let's blame video games for everything, and, and instead of what we should be blaming. But we're not going to. Dr- I'm going to focus on the nerd section because you know this is Dre's geek philosophy. We're going to focus on the nerd part. But what the fuck? Here's the thing, and I was on Kotaku earlier today, mm-hmm. and I read the article where they were saying that video games do not need to be defended. And right. I saw something about fair, that. To be fair. It's not that video games don't need to be defended, because they do. Whenever something comes up that is used as a scapegoat, you yeah. have to defend that position, regardless of how many facts and figures and whatnot are used against it. Because when you take a tragedy 
such as this mm -hmm. and instead of looking at the root problem mm -hmm. you jump to a conclusion and please forgive me but the following tirade is going to be is going to include racism sexism egg uh there might be a two or three other isms in there okay and despite the fact that i swore off cussing i'm probably going to cuss on this one cause I, I was about to say guy. i could pick up the slack for you in the cussing department because i know you've sworn off the, the swear words here's that's why i i said cheetah mcfuckhead for you to make the kind of jump to conclusions that no woman if you took every woman in the history of women and combined them all into some giant megazord woman you still couldn't jump to the kind of fucking conclusion that after 30 something fucking people died in two goddamn days said video games are the cause of this. Yeah. you've got to be incrementally monumentally motherfucking stupid to come up with some bullshit like that. That said. That said. Like comics, like rock and roll, like rap music, and everything that old white people do not like before video games. Mm -hmm. Let us not forget that people have been looking for reasons to kill people for, we'll just Ever. say, since the dawn of time immemorial. Since That's just the way it is. I need a reason to kill you. Guess what? Here's a reason that completely absolves me from any responsibility, any accountability mm -hmm. at all. And here's the other thing. Other old, ignorant white people, no disrespect to young, cool white people, or old, cool white people, but young, ignorant white, uh, but old, ignorant white people can literally go sit on a cactus that's nestled in between the largest pair of shark jaws and fuck themselves because you that you and that would still be a better goddamn decision than blaming some shit on something that's completely innocent. That's hands down the last thing that anybody should say on it. You want to get to the root of the problem? It had and let's say and let's take. Cheeto McFuckstain out of it, okay? Let's take the president out of it because it's not like the black guy who was running things for eight years. It's not like he wasn't the subject of racism either, okay? So we're going to take race out of it, mm -hmm. okay? You have a complete disrespect for guns, for human life. And if you, if any time in your life you sit here, and I say this as somebody who was at one point in time thought of nothing more than ending a man's life and I shit you not I'm not exaggerating to make the story cool for you to have gone that far off the deep end you no longer care about that person's life mm -hmm. but you don't even care about yours self-preservation is the strongest emotion that human beings have and for you to throw that aside means you just don't care you don't care about human life you don't respect human life and to be honest, if that's the case, why don't you just skip the middleman and put the gun to your own goddamn head and pull the trigger, and then you'll be a martyr for your cause. You could still have your manifesto, your 2,300-word suicide letter, and everybody's going to be like, and old white people will be like, man, maybe he should have, and nobody's going to say, man, we sure are glad he didn't kill 30 people. Nobody's going to say that. They're going to feel sorry for you and the pain that you have caused you incompetent cactus fucking shark raping bastard go fuck yourself and hell is not even a good enough place for you when you die ladies and gentlemen god damn it jai polidor just sorry I, I know i 
I'm I'm glad you're here because I I couldn't have done that myself. Jeez, <laughs> holy holy fuck. That but, pisses me off, man. Yeah, like, it, it's not that you know what what the fuck the, the video games it should be the last thing. Like this person is clearly was disturbed. There's something fucking wrong with him. I don't think Call of Duty pushed him. He Instead drove for nine hours. He made a nine-hour drive, and the whole time he wasn't sitting here, be like, "Man, I remember that one time I was playing Call of Duty, and I got that guy in a headshot. Man, that shit was nice." No, he sat there for nine fucking hours and said, "Fuck Mexicans." The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, he specifically went to El Paso. He left his incredibly white area, wherever he actually was from, in the other side of fucking Texas. And drove specifically to the El Paso Walmart because he wanted a higher percentage of Mexicans to kill. Mm. And, yeah, it's just no, it's it, it was it's not games, it's not anything else, and it just freaking bothers me that like that, that's the immediate instead of like oh because all these fucking politicians have the NRA up their asses. Oh yeah, fucking they're shoving thousands like thousand dollars up their butts. They're like they're and there's like. All right, let's, all right, it's been a while since we blamed video games. Let's blame video games. Thoughts ah. and prayers, bitches. Thoughts and prayers. Oh, my. It's just... It's infuriating. They, like, they, they look for any other fucking excuse other than the actual fact, oh, we allow fuckheads to buy guns very fucking easily. And it's not even that. It's not even that. I swear to God, I could give my five-year-old a gun, and she would be like, and because I'm a decent fucking person, I would say, look, baby girl, this is not something that you play with. This is not a toy. We tell our kids from birth, these things are dangerous. Mm -hmm. you, we put plastic covers over our small sockets. We sit here and we lock up our cabinets. We keep anything that's an aerosol spray can away from our kids when they are youth. We teach them, hey, this is dangerous. It can hurt you. It can hurt somebody else. So you mean to tell me that at no point in fucking time in his life did somebody say, hey, killing people is wrong. No one told him that? Nobody. The fuck out of here. Yep. Sorry for cursing, but I'm not supposed to do that shit anymore. But it, it, this type of shit, I mean, for, like, the, the statistic I saw was, like, in 2019, this was the 250th. 51st. 51st, I'm 51st, sorry. 51st, when you 251st. count the one in Ohio. 251st freaking mass shooting, and I'm suddenly like, hey, Let's blame everything but the actual people. Yeah, let's blame the people. Let's not because let's not blame the let's not blame the people. Let's not blame guns. Let's let's blame video games. Because just like and I'm about to get sexist again. Just like when a woman is wrong, God for fucking bid she ever say I'm sorry, babe. I was wrong. I did this. Instead, what she will do? Thank you, Bill Burr. She will come up with a myriad of excuses to get you mad at her, so you call her a name because now. She has a legitimate reason to be bad. No, bitch, you fucked up. Yeah, what I, what I saw this morning is uh, apparently that the house has introduced a gun bill, uh, introduced a gun bill like four months ago. But uh, Turkey Fuck McTurtleface, if you can't figure out who that is, I'm sorry. Then you're not following along. If the, you the, don't know who that the is, Republican that fuckhead, means smart. Well, <laughs> the Republican fuckhead who's in charge of the Senate has deliberately delayed voting on this thing. He is a, he is not allowed this fucking thing to fucking happen. No, he because obviously the gun lobby, the NRA, the, the people who manufacture there's too many people profiting off this. Oh yeah. To to, to stop it. Uh, I uh, I forgot who it was yesterday. A, a professional wrestler, Sami Zayn, he made a really great tweet where he said 
One person failed with a shoe bomb, and I have to take off my shoes every time I get on an airplane. I saw that. That was brilliant. But we keep all these people keep shooting places up, and what happens? Nothing. Literally nothing happens. Hey man, I got thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. I got thoughts and prayers. I got which are about as useful as a condom with two holes in it, um, or a teenager, depending on your point of view. Um, if you like teenagers, or you're lucky that your condoms have never broken, they're about as useful as a turtle on its back. Uh, it's just. So you're saying Mitch McConnell's always on his back? Always on his back. He's a bottom. He's a bottom. I he, said he, it. He's a bottom. He's a fucking terrible human. And it, it, I, I, you know, I, I swore never to do politics, but they're fucking with us. And it's not They're just fucking that. with us. And uh, we've been through this. I could. Uh, there are more Jack, than enough. The, the, the name I, I I thought I would never utter my uh, Jack Thompson. Fuck it. The, 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 and this. he's been disbarred. He he became an ambulance chaser, mm-hmm. which in and of itself is one unethical, for, and two will get you immediately disbarred. Yeah. The fact that he was able to do it for as long as he did speaks volumes. Yeah, there there was but, a guy like I would say fourteen years ago. Like, like he was at his peak between two thousand three thousand five. Remember, we were working at GameStop and we were constantly. Bitching about Whoa, Jack Thompson, and there was this guy, he was this shitty lawyer who was—he was literally ambulance chasing, looking for any reason to blame video games for for any violent outburst, for any crime. Like, oh no, it wasn't the kid's fault. It was the Doom. It was the Halo. It was the Grand Theft Auto. Ooh, Grand Theft Auto. You know how many? Mil- if Grand Theft Auto caused people to go and commit crime, this place would be the fucking goddamn Mad Max. It'd be the purge all the goddamn. We'd be the purge time. all the fucking time. And I tell you this. I love the shit out of me some Grand Theft Auto, but I can guarantee goddamn to you, one, I have never killed a hooker in my life. I'm alive for 42 years, and not once have I ever thought, I need to beat that bitch with a bat. No. Mm-hmm. No, just full Negan. Just beat that bitch with a bat. I've never thought that. Never. See, never. Me, on the converse end, you know, I, I, I never enjoyed Grand Theft Auto. Just It was just never my thing. But I love me some Red Dead Redemption. But you never see me put on a cowboy hat ride a horse, and steal a fucking stagecoach? Mortal Kombat, never have I thought about pulling out somebody's spine. Well, I thought how cool it would be to mm-hmm. do it, because, man, that shit is awesome. But I've never, like, you know what? Bitch, I could pull out that guy's spine. No sane person thinks that. Now, there's the problem. Yeah. Sanity. Sanity. This person, now, you could say it's a mental illness, and maybe, just maybe, it is. But what about the fact, but that, again absolves the person mm. of any responsibility or accountability. Well, it wasn't him, it was actions. his mental illness. No. Bullshit. Because anybody who says that, I tell you what, anybody who says that it's a mental illness can go speak to the mother and father of Tamir Rice. Mm-hmm. Because you go to that boy's parents who was just sitting and that boy was just sitting minding his own goddamn mm-hmm. business in a park with a toy gun and those cops walked up and shot his ass. Now you tell me that maybe the cop saw had a mental illness. Kid wasn't doing anything. He was doing kid shit, sitting on a goddamn swing that every one of us has done at one point in time in our lives, minding his own fucking business, and cops said, Hey, what you doing? Doop, doop, doop. That cop have a mental illness? Nope. Tell me that. Tell me that. I'm sure they put him on a nice paid administrative leave I would love to be able to go trauma. kill people. That, why do you think I want to be a cop? How about that? You give me a gun and a badge, I will go snuffing motherfuckers like this is a goddamn face of the death video, and the only thing that I'm going to get out of that shit... These motherfuckers got me behind the desk. Man. Mm-hmm. 
You know what's cool? Not having to deal with people getting chainsawed to death and shit. All I got to do is file some paperwork. And if that, I might even be at home with my side chick just in case my wife wanted to have an attitude and shit. And I'm still getting paid because I got a mental illness. Go fuck a cactus! Sorry. See right now, uh, Daniel Daniel Wong made an awesome point, which I saw uh, our, our former executive producer Sam made. See, Japan produces incredibly violent games, but do they have mass shootings or guys running around with swords or, or guitars bashing over people's heads or going out, running out and joining the Kuza? Or um, I'm trying to think of all the most popular games in Japan. Uh, running out and trying to like uh, uh, kill kill animals like Monster Hunters. But you know what Japan uh, no. does have? Here's what Japan also has. They got cops on every corner. <laughs> oh. They got cops on every corner. They, they do. They, 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 see? they got cops on every corner. There, there are so many. Like, we blame video games, but you look at all these other countries that all have video games, but oh, look. No mass shootings. No mass shootings. And when one happens, you know what they do? They're like, they shut that shit down like yeah. a parent who grounded their kid. Oh, you think you come home at 1 o'clock in the morning? Holla at your boy for a second. Oh, I got something for you. I believe Australia had like a mass shooting like X amount of years ago, and then they instituted gun laws. And oh, what happened? <gasps> no more mass shootings. They haven't had one since. I love people say, "Oh, but but criminals will still get their guns." You know what criminals aren't doing? Criminals aren't doing mass shootings. Yeah, these are just normalized white people who can't get their dick sucked. It's Fuck like Mexicans. The, the, these incels, like these incel, freaking unhappy, freaking psychopathic, you know, morons. Who all happen to be white? They all happen to be white. So whenever, whenever it's a white one, oh, he must have a mental illness. He's got to. If it's a person of color, then oh, get rid of all the Muslims, get rid of all the blacks, and build a wall, get rid of all the Mexicans, must die. round them all up. They're all the. But if it's a white person, let's consider his mental state. Let's consider his mental ability. His mental state is crazy. He he must have a traumatic experience. He is. He's about to meet the business end of a gun. Yeah, it's uh, he's in Texas, so... Where was the good guy with a gun in Texas? <laughs> right? I'm just Isn't asking. that an open carry state? You mean to tell me that nobody else with a mental issue was like, wow, that their partner, he got some problems. Maybe I should stop him. No one no one said that? Nobody said that. See, I, see uh, Mike Kirksey, I, I had a feeling you'd be happy if Jai came back. Because he, you, you, you and uh, Jai here, same. They're, you're on a similar wavelength. Jai has his own Jai science, and he has G science. See, it's like science, but better. <laughs> I forgot about Jai science. Giants. And then it's like science, giants. But it's like science, but better. And then our friend Mike Kurtzy, he has G science, which is also like science, but better. So you guys, you guys would be, <laughs> would be stellar friends, I'm sure. You, you, you would get along swimmingly. You and you and our boy, the G son here. Ah, oh, just I, I don't know if I can hammer this point home any further. But it's fucking stupid. Gun laws are not going to help. Okay? Gun la- it's not even about gun laws anymore. Alright? It's not about racist rhetoric anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm 42 years old. I've been called a nigger by people who don't like black people. Okay? Mm-hmm. Not one of them is threatened to shoot me. I've been called mayates by Mexicans who don't like black people. And not one of them has ever threatened to shoot me. I understand more than just about everybody... Or more, as much as anybody else who's been through the shit, what racism is. It is hatred that is fueled by ignorance. And I say that as somebody who's one of his dearest friends grew up in a racist household. And when I say that, I mean he had, thank God, Peckerwood in big fucking letters 
tattooed across his back. And my homegirl was like, look, um, this is a true story. He said, look, I just want you to know that um, he, you guys might not get along because he doesn't really like black people. I was like, what do you mean not like black people? Like, you know, <laughs> like did a black dude like take his woman from him one day and he's just like, oh, those niggers and their giant dicks. Or <laughs> did he just grow up not liking black people? Regrettably, it was the second one. So we all went out to the movies. We had a great fucking time. And at the end of the night, I got the cliched line. And he said, you know, for one of your kind, you're actually pretty cool. I was like, yeah, I'm a really good representative of my people. That was over 20 years ago. Not only did I change that man's perspective on black people, now he, 20 years later, more than 20 years later, he calls me, his, he calls me brother. His daughters are my nieces. So you can't tell me, you cannot, I will not allow you to tell me that racism cannot be beat. It can. You just have to not be an ignorant fuck. And yeah. if you're going to be ignorant, go fuck a cactus. Masturbate with some shark teeth. I got some shark teeth. You can use some you're of mine. Kind of sharks. Just sit there. Let me know how that shit works out. You go, cactus, fuck the racism, right? The ignorance, right out of you. I'm sorry for cussing, y'all. I ain't supposed to be doing that. I know. I know, but the, 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 the situation kind of has, has, has inspired it. You know what? Let, let, let's shift gears. I mean... We're going to talk about happy shit now. We, we can go on about this for the entire hour and just repeat the same things and, and go on about it. You know what? Let, let's, let's take this back to, you know, a much better topic. Myself and my lovely wife, who's just in the other room. Hi, honey. Hi, Hi honey. Not Hi. like that, though. Me and my my wife, we, we went and saw... Well, finally, well, it, it was hot as balls on Saturday. And so and so my lovely wife, Rosa, was like, let's just go to the movies. And let, let's go to the, 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 the wonderful Pasadena Theater, the Academy 6, where they have movies. Uh, if you get in there, if you get in there before uh, a certain time, it's 2.50. You get in there after a certain time, it's 3.50. We went to movies. We saw Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I, you know, I, I rectified uh, a, a mis an error. I, I, I didn't go see it. You know, I, you had organized a whole big trip of people all going on once. Uh, I was busy that day. Oh, I couldn't go. So my wife and I was like, oh, I'm like, hey, let's go see Godzilla. She's like, fuck yeah, let's go see Godzilla. She loves Mothra. I'm a big fan of Godzilla. I like watching Godzilla fight. King Ghidorah. All these things happen in that movie. Mothra's in there. Rodan being a bitch <laughs> in that movie. Right? Oh my god. I mean. I, it's already in the cheap theater, so I'm going to talk about the movie. I mean, if you haven't seen the statute of limitations has expired. It's expired. It's, 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 if it's at the if it's at the two dollar theater, it's going to be coming out in Blu-ray like next week or something, right? But man, that <laughs> semantics. Semantics, man, that movie was fun as balls. Dude, I had such a great time. I, 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 I like yourself. We grew up yeah, in this Los Angeles area. KCOP thirteen yes. would do marathons. Back when they showed movies on radio television, not just on streaming shows, or you have to find a weird digital channel that shows a bunch of really old movies. Yep. They used to show movies on KCOP 13, Los Angeles, every New Year's Day, every Thanksgiving, every any any like any holiday where all their regular pro pro programming would be preempted. They just showed Godzilla movies all fucking all day. day, all, all day. day. Do you and, know how awesome it was to be a kid and just sit on your ass? You didn't have no homework. You had a bunch of toys or food, mm. and you just did this. Yep. Crash, 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 yep. Crash. You just watch uh, I, the terrible Godzilla vs. King Kong. That was, <laughs> I saw some bad ones back in the day. Uh, Godzilla Jr., mm -hmm. oh, not good. But you know what? 
Man, Godzilla vs. Monster Zero. That was my jam as a child. The first time I saw Godzilla vs. Monster Zero, the aliens show up. It's like, we have a problem. We have Monster Zero. You know him as King Ghidorah. <laughs> and, hey, can we borrow Godzilla and Rodan? <laughs> yeah. Who comes up with that hairbrain scheme? That's insane. They come and borrow Godzilla and Rodan. And then like, go beat ass on freaking... <laughs> on a, on, on Planet a, X. On Planet X versus King Ghidorah. Oh, man, that was so awesome. I would say that, that that movie was cool. And I thought this movie was like a spiritual retelling yes. of that. Although, more spoilers about Mothra, they had the twins. The, 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 the twin they, scientists. They had the twin the Chinese twins. twins. And they showed, gener- they were like generations of twins. Yeah, that so was, was like cool. That was like a callback to like, oh, when Mothra was around before, it was like those two, two girls would be summoning them like that they used to. That was cool. I like that. Yeah, they, they showed like it. was like they, 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 they were like three generations of twin sisters. And I was like, that was like, that was such a cool little nod. There's like such cool little like callbacks. And they were all played by Zhang Ziyi. Oh, yeah. I was like, really? That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, it, it was so cool. Like, Ken Watanabe being like, let them fight. He was a badass self, being all bad. Oh, man. But the, the fights, I mean. Unlike, Ooh, unlike, oh my god! Unlike the previous Godzilla movie, where everything like you you only got the real action, it was like a, it was a, a delayed masturbation until you got to the very end. Yeah. You only saw Godzilla in monitors or rearview rear, rear mirrors or whatever. It was a cock tease. Yeah, that, that movie girl was, a cock tease. was like, "Hi, how are you and doing?" Then you and saw, then she'd leave. Be like, "Bitch, what?" And then you saw creepy uh, uh, the Scar- uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver getting yeah. down that whole movie. No, this movie it's like right off the bat. Yeah. You're just like, boom! We, what is up? We heard you like monsters in your monster movie. Here you go. Here you go. Eleven's hanging out. It's like, would you like monsters in your movie? Yes. How many? Yes. You got Tywin Lannister being all Tywin Lannister and shit. That was so awesome. You got the coach from Friday Night Lights being all, like, wacky and shit. You know. It was so awesome. It was, it was insane. It, it, was, it was crazy pants. And then, and then... And then, oh, and then the Oxygen Destroyer. The Oxygen Destroyer. I was like, oh, snap. Was that a callback? To that was a callback to one of the last movies of the Showa era. Where right. it was Godzilla versus Destroyer. Oh, okay. Where oh, okay. he, Godzilla technically died again uh-huh. um, because he Destroyer, always yeah, Destroyer was made from, was somehow made from the Oxygen Destroyer. Oh, okay. So he was a monster made from the Oxygen Destroyer, uh, hence which destroyer. was the original thing that killed Godzilla. Mm. And so Godzilla died, but because he's He's Godzilla. Godzilla. He comes back at the end of the movie mm. with just like this little baby Godzilla. That was still cool too. And what else was there? Um, oh, such a cool callback. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. Honestly, like we've been, like me not doing the research. Like when they said, "Oh, we have something." I'm like, is there gonna be a Mecha Godzilla? Oh, we get oh it. I thought there was a Mecha Godzilla coming. I thought there was a Mecha Godzilla coming out when they said we have something for it. And then it was the like oxygen destroyer. I'm like, oh, I thought it was gonna be a Mecha Godzilla. Oh, so I thought you were when you were just talking. No, about no, I, I wasn't talking about. about no, I'm not talking about Stinger. No. I was talking about. I I thought we were gonna get Mecha Godzilla in this movie. Oh, I thought we were developing something for this, and I thought I thought they were gonna drop a Mecha Godzilla. I on couldn't us. have handled that. I yeah, died. No. I, 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 but then there was an oxygen destroyer. Like I, I was slightly. I'm like, oh, it's just a missile. I wanted a I wanted a robot Godzilla come out. <laughs> Yeah, well, see, that's because so you didn't know. You didn't know about the oxygen destroyer. No, I didn't know and, about that. Because that, remember, that goes back to the very first Godzilla, oh, where really? Dr. Sarazawa made the oxygen destroyer mm-hmm. to kill Godzilla, but he killed himself too, mm-hmm. so that so that the oxygen destroyer could not be weaponized. Mm-hmm. So then, when the military's like, dude, we made us an oxygen destroyer, I'm like, y'all ain't supposed to be able to do that. No. Um, that goes against what Dr. Sarazawa was supposed to have May, had died for mm-hmm. it. and now they weaponized it. I was like, all right, that was. I think that's the only thing that I didn't like about oh, that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then they killed Dr. Sarazawa in the movie. Uh-huh. Spoilers. Um, yeah. But just every time King Ghidorah was on screen, mm-hmm. awesomeness happened. Dude, that was a... That, oh. well, see, my only slight disappointment is they didn't do the crazy sounds. Like, like the, oh, we yeah. sounded like a giant menacing turkey. Yes. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, I was like, just for nostalgia's sake, I'm like, come on, do the noise. Yeah. Do the noise. But it was just like thunder and lightning and craziness. It was, like, it was cool. Um, when you can make class five hurricanes, I guess you can get a buy. Yeah, get a buy. I'm not sound like a like a high tech turkey, but man, oh, oh, that was so bad. It's the fights. Were so, oh. like Godzilla bites off one of the heads and just, uh, just tosses it. Like yes, and then the grand just like it. It didn't just grow back. It was like here's some muscle, here's some bone and muscle and sinew, and then there's the skin, and then there's like this gelatinous ooze that was on it like an afterbirth and then the middle head ate that part and it was like ta-da new Gidra head yeah I was just like I wish I could have seen my face I, I I turned to Rose like when the head popped out I turned to Rose I was just like <laughs> the internet has named that head Kevin yeah <laughs> Kevin his name is Kevin and that, that was something else cool like the, you know Taking, you know, because back in the days, it was a dude in a rubber suit, yeah. and then, like, King Ghidorah was, like, a dude in a suit and a whole bunch of wires <laughs> controlling the other heads. Giant marionette. But, man, it's just seeing them in, in beautiful CG oh. glory. Like, the heads were being dicks to each other. Well, each one was supposed to have a different personality. Uh-huh. There was the, se- the middle head, which is the one who was running the show. Mm-hmm. There was the head on the right side which was the sadistic evil head okay. and then there was Kevin who he's like who's like Doug from Up he's just like I understand that we gotta kill ooh shiny what's that shiny. over there and then which is why the middle head was always snapping at him yeah like, like, like literally grabbing him yeah like, literally, it's not cause you know doesn't have hands he yeah, just has like, wings come here. doesn't have hands so he's just like come here dummy <laughs> and every time something like that happened I was just like this is amazing it's so it, good it was such a freaking oh it was so I was nutting constantly just, throughout that movie I was like oh this is great oh my god look at him go like, oh, then Mothra freaking comes out of her cocoon. I'm so badass. Just majestic and elegant and wondrously beautiful. Just And I don't even like Mothra because she's a butterfly. And butterflies aren't as cool as giant destructive lizards. But did you not see that butterfly stab motherfucking Rodan in the she chest? Was like, she came with the shank out of nowhere. Cacao! <laughs> don't you know who I am? You must not know who I am. I'm the queen of the monsters, bitch! Woo! Just a stab right up the middle. It's like I, that caught me off guard. I was like, Dude, I was not expecting. I'm like, is Mafia gonna die here? It's such a pointless thing. Nope, no, she's not. She, and, she's and Mexican judo, like you don't know what. I and like, and Ro- Rodan was so. Rodan was Starscream. He was. He was. Dude, he was the way like, he wiped out all those fucking fighters, like when they were yeah. like, they're trying to get Rodan to Monster Zero. They're like, we must get him to Monster Zero. They're like that giant stealth bomber fucking thing, like blah. And you just see the, he did his death spiral. And oh, he wiped man, out a whole bunch so cool. of them. And he was just like being a dick, and he was like, oh, he like the, the fire demon Rodan. And I, I'd never seen Rodan look so badass. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah back in the days, it was just like ah. a guy in a suit. Yeah. And all he could do was flap his wings and like mm-hmm. kind of fly, kind of fly. But this Rodan was a monster. Ooh. He nearly got his hands on the big ship and then it ran him right into Monster Zero. Oh, Monster yeah. Zero just bitched him around. And Ghidorah was just bitching him. The cool thing was Rosette, Rodan was giving him them hands at first, and mm-hmm. then Ghidorah was like, "All right," kind of like a 
parent who's playing with their kids mm-hmm. is like, all right, you, that was a lucky shot. Now I have to show you. <laughs> it's like the triple freaking lightning of Chad Rodan into the SmackDown Hotel. I, I couldn't help but laugh though every time like Godzilla would conveniently save the day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, I accept this. <laughs> I, I know what I'm watching. <laughs> And I'm okay. It's with like the, like the three getter heads are right about to get to that that little little chopper, and all of a sudden, dun 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 dun, It's like where'd that beam come from? Yes, yeah. It was like Godzilla has the greatest sense of timing of <laughs> all the monsters of all the titans. He had great timing. Oh man, just showing up at the right minute. That was just. Oh. And he was just so badass every time he was on screen. And, and my wife, she's like, he looks like Ice Cube. I'm like. <laughs> Like you, I'm like you are aware that O'Shea Jackson Jr. son of Ice Cube is in this movie. She's like, yeah, I know. He looks like Ice Cube, <laughs> like Godzilla. Every time he gets mean, mean mugging someone. I'm gonna find a picture of Ice Cube and Godzilla, and I'll post that on Cube's Instagram account. And be like, my best friend's wife said that he looks like you. He looks like you. Just every time he mean mug, like at the end of the movie when he's like oh, look, looking at all the Titans, he's like bit, and then like he goes, "Sup, bitch!" To freaking Rodan. Rodan. Rodan's like, "I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I fucked up." I fucked up. My bad. You get a hole in his like, yeah. chest. He's like, I'm sorry. I fucked up. My bad, Godzilla. My bad. I was undergoing mental issues at the time. I thought we had a new alpha. I fucked up. <laughs> Rose was laughing so hard. Look, do you see how he bitched him out? He was just like, no, Megatron. I'm so sorry. Right, you're right. Rodan is Starscream. Ah, he's the side of whoever's most powerful at the moment. Ah. He came out that volcano. I will rule the Decepticons. <laughs> and then Ghidorah was like, bitch, I'm Megatron. And then Godzilla was like, I am Optimus Prime. And he's like, you know what? I think I'm going to work for you for a bit. I think that's not a bad idea. I'm good. Man. I, and like, I was so like heated throughout all the human moments. I just want to get back to the monsters. That, which mean, was in such a stark contrast to the last one. The last one like, was all human. Got all human. No one cares. You got Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Quicksilver is trying to jump. They're going to drop some motherfuckers to fight Godzilla. Really, my dude? <laughs> drop some dudes in. Ah, little fireworks. <laughs> Mad, but this way, Eleven was cool. I mean, Eleven, you know, she was doing, yeah. she was doing her work. Vera Farmiga, like, I, I, I have to say, I did not see that heel turn coming. No, I did not see that heel turn where she just like picks up the thing, and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like the cat that's about to hit the button that's not supposed to hit. It's like, <laughs> boop. Don't hit that. Button. Don't, hit that button. Don't hit that button. What are you doing? Like, ex-wife? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing, ex-wife? No. No, it's perfectly acceptable to shoot your ex-wife if she's about to unleash, you know, anarchy <laughs> on the world. It's okay to shoot your wife if she's about to unleash anarchy upon the world. Uh, like, if they're, they're about to like, let's let King Geter out. I do not condone the shooting of wives. I just want you to know that. Don't, don't but 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 wife. if your wife's about to let out. King Ghidorah. King Ghidorah from 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 the monster from Monster Zero from space. Nah, you you might have to take her down. Or any other like Clipper. Monster. You know your Clipper. Yeah, you don't kill her. You just Clipper. Put a Clipper put, in the shoulder put, blade. Put one in the shoulder blade. Put one in the ankle. You know, somewhere non lethal. You know, or her hands, because she's probably gonna use those to push a button. Push a button. You know. Just saying. That that poor army sniper. She she caught that that, that oh, amazing man. shot. Bah! Took out that first homeboy. Again, Klaus or whatever his fucking name is. Like bah! Ah. So much for that guy. And then Tywin Lannister, just Tywin Lannister throughout the whole movie. Oh my god, he was so I could not stop thinking that every time. I'm like, ah! Like the first time I leaned over to, to Rose, I'm like, hey, 
It's Tywin. <laughs> and see, that's the, that just goes to show how important it is to get a good role because everybody from the last 10 years, 7 to 10 years is like, dude, that's Tywin Lannister. Us old school cats, that's Golden Brother Noomsi right there. Okay, <laughs> He will always be my dear sweet Brother Noomsi. Right? I don't care what anybody... He was good as Tywin Lannister. He was great as my dear sweet Brother Noomsi. That's all I'm going to say. Me, me and Melini, we, we showed this one kid from the comic shop the trailer for The Golden Child. <laughs> Like you gotta no, like, no I'm like, I'm like kid, you don't understand. There was a movie where Eddie Murphy, back when Eddie was funny, Eddie was up against Tywin Lannister. <laughs> what? No! And he turned into a demon at the end. And then this is incredibly '80s hot woman. Uh, yeah, she was incredibly '80s hot. And we're like, check it out, look at that. That's hot in the '80s right there. Did, you know, I saw a picture of her like mm-hmm. a few years ago. She's also 2000s hot. Oh, really? Well, she's Asian, so she's still got like another 10, 15 years before she's actually old. <laughs> before like everything just, uh, before the infrastructure just crumbles. Before she hits the wall and it's like, you're old. Where she goes from like 30 to 70, like in a day. She just wakes up and she's ugly. Like, how did this happen? Yeah. Science. That's Giants. science. I got nothing on that one. <laughs> that's regular science. That's, that's regular science. That's regular that's, old science. That's a terrible Asian stereotype, and and then we, we we run on stereotypes here. We do, we do like a yeah, stereotype. <laughs> stereotypes are fun and accurate, like Republicans <laughs> being fucking retarded. And Sorry, and then we we have uh, Daniel Wong coming in. Hashtag truth. <laughs> hashtag truth. It's like happy birthday. How old are you? I'm seventy. <laughs> what happened, Grandma? Nana. Nana? See, Danny Wong says it's only funny because it's true. We have seen this over and over. I can't explain it. Everybody else ages. You can see the years just kind of like slowly catching up to them. Wrinkles around the eyes, bags of skin starts to sag. Asians be like, I'm going to skip all that for the first 60, 60, 60, 70 years. You've met the Cho's mom. I've seen her. It looks like her sister. Yeah. And, And in like 20 years, she'll turn into grandma. Yeah. Like that. She'll be the old lady in Mulan. You want to stay forever? That's going to be Jenny Cho's mom. In like That's 20 a, years. About 20 years. <laughs> I was like, they look, they look like sisters. She always gets that compliment all the time. They look alike. They look alike. It's Asians. Which is true. Which also is a good way, fellas, for those of you who are still smart and single. Not that I... Not. But look at the mom. Okay, because if her mama ugly, that's what she's gonna look like when she get old. If her mama is moo cow, that's what she's gonna look like. I feel like we're back at GameStop in 2004. Okay. I feel like we're back at GameStop in 2004. We used to do this as as our comedy bit. (laughs) Don't look at her sisters. Don't look at her friends. Look at her mama, because that's gonna tell you what you are gonna wake up to when you get old. So if you want to wake up next to a gorgon, look at her mom, so you know what you're getting into. This motherfucker said Gorgon. Ah! This public service. This motherfucker said Gorgon. This public service announcement has been brought to you by Jai Polidor. Oh my lord! I'm sorry. I literally can't even with you right now. You've turned me full white girl. I am full white girl right now. I literally can't even right now. You're gonna wake up next to a Gorgon. Ah! Turn the stone. Kratos is going to come over here and take your head and use you. 
<laughs> to go kill all the gods. I thought it was just morning wood. No, the whole body's hard. God damn it. You can catch Ty Polidor <laughs> in his stand-up comedy act in various clubs throughout Southern California. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so uh, another reason I'm glad that my cohort, my, my GameStop uh, crime partner, Jai T. Polidor is here. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then you have your switch with you as, as, as with you as always. always. I, uh, this past weekend, I, uh, that the game I, I kickstarted, helped kickstart uh, Bloodstain. I'm sure you were a kickstarter. Oh yeah. On um, that as well, back in 2015, 2016, we kickstarted that fucking game. 2016. I forgot when we kickstarted. No, I, I, okay, I'm, I must be confusing with Mighty Number no. Nine. Ugh. I'm glad I didn't kickstart that. I did. <laughs> it's okay. I have a digital copy that doesn't work well. <laughs> it closes randomly. Yeah, they, they, I, I, don't, they, I don't know what they, if they've ever patched it, but if it's any constellation, my copy of Bloodstain just decides to every once in a while not, and it'll just go clunk, and be like, er? yeah, same. Because I also have it for my Nintendo Switch. Uh, it's, yes, uh, for gamers, yeah, we're aware we have the inferior copies, but you know what? Our copy is superior. We can take it anywhere we want to. Anywhere, we don't need a television. We just play it anywhere. And so I finally logged some more time in this game. It's because I had noticed um, you had a great uh, Facebook post. About your daughter, your your, your darling little girl, pl- playing Bloodstained, and then she discovered her first. Because a lot of, a lot of modern gaming, uh, they, a lot of kids don't see the words "game over" anymore. Uh, games they just took away the whole lives and or continues or, or, or they took away the game over screen where you just perpetually play it into infinity. Yeah. Or back in our back in our day, <laughs> you were punished if you were not good. You'd have to go back to the beginning, <laughs> or and not the beginning of the level. The beginning of the game. If you can beat Mario in like five lives, or if you weren't good enough to earn more lives, your your ass got sent back to World One. One one. One one. Enjoy. Unless you're smart enough to know to hold down the, the start, uh, hold down the A button and hit start. I did not know that for several years after that game came. Out. Oh really? I, I, I because I bought many tips and tricks books. I learned that one. All right, cool. I can get back to World 7-1 and suffer some more, but yeah. it, it took you back to 7-1. Like, if you were 7-4 and you're dying in the castle, you're going back to 7-1 and you're like, why? I can't make those jumps again. I don't want to make those jumps. I will have only one life left when I get back to 7-4. So, your daughter was playing your copy of Bloodstain. Yes. And, uh, you know what? I'll let you tell because you're so much more eloquent <laughs> at this than I am. I'm so, a good storyteller, but you're an eloquent storyteller. So, my little girl, she took my Switch, which I am already not a fan of, which is mm-hmm. why I got her her own. She, oh, wait, wait, she has her own Switch, she but yet she Switch. snatched yours. Yeah. She couldn't just take the cartridge out? No. Oh, no, she's done that a few times, too. Where I'm just like, why isn't my game in... Gianna! Don't have children. For some of us, it's already too late, so... Yeah, I'm going to be a dad in, in a while. Me and Rosa, we having a baby. Support our Patreon. Buy <laughs> me a coffee. Buy some games from our Facebook store. Please help. He's totally going to need it. He doesn't know what he's in for. I have no idea what I'm in for. I'm going to die. He's never going to sleep again. <laughs> Ever. I, I tell him, get all the sex and sleep in. He can now, because once the baby comes, that shit's going to grind to a halt. Honey, when you get to work. <laughs> I'll hold down the show if you want to go you know, take care of some business. We're good. <laughs> but um, anyway, I digress. So she takes my Switch, and she's like, Daddy, I'm going to play. And she starts playing my game. She's playing your... your, your <laughs> I'm at the point of the game where the Another enemies... Another hashtag truth room. I'm at the point of the game where the enemies will hit you at minimum for 50 hit points. Okay? Oh my. So that's at minimum. Those are the weak I'm still like a two hours into the game. So. Oh yeah, you're not... Dude, yeah. I haven't even hit the hard part yet. So the most most of the enemies, they hit me for like 
80, 90, something like that. So 10 hits and I'm dead. And I know how to use a controller. My five-year-old does not, especially when it comes to like a digital controller. She's raised in a world of analog. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't really know what she's doing, gets checked into the SmackDown Hotel, and she's got this look on her face like she's like, I'm like, baby girl, what's wrong? And she's like, and she holds up my Switch, and the Game Over screen is on there, and she and I'm like, oh, you gamed over. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, you're not used to seeing that. That's what happens when you die, okay? So get good. Daddy has no sympathy for you. Good luck. Try it again. And she's like, oh, and she gives me back my Switch. I said, you kids today are coddled with your infinite lives and your respawn points and your regenerating health. And could, could we blame Nutty Dog and Jack 2? I believe that was the first mainstream game. If not them, Halo. Mmm. Halo. There was no game over. There was no game over. That's right. It was Halo. I clearly recall getting my dick punched in over and over, over. and over. And over. And that was See, at least I persevered. I, like, <laughs> I, I, at points when I get stuck in Halo, I was like, this is a puzzle I need <laughs> to solve. How many shotgun rounds will it take for me to get me <laughs> through all these freaking stupid, whatever the fuck they were called, oh, those the things. Grunts and not the, the not even the grunts. No, no, no. It was the the, the, the thing that everyone was afraid of. The, the, oh, the, the, the flood. The flood. Oh, I'd always get stuck in the, the fucking library. blood. Oh. The fucking flood. Halo 1 and then Halo 2 when you find them somewhere else again, like the fucking flood again. And like I'm like, fuck, all I have... I'm like, for whatever dumb reason, I was double shotgunning. I'm like, I had a shotgun and another shotgun. And Those like, things no were like Metroids on steroids. Just... I, I remember one, one, one terrible night where I, I must have died at least 200 times. So I'm just trying to get to this one room. I'm trying to get to a checkpoint. I'm like, I just want to say checkpoint and get to the next thing. Yeah. And the next cool, epic, freaking, the next something. epic thing that happens where it's something cool happened and I won't be fighting the flood anymore. And then I'll pick up a regular assault rifle and get back to doing the normal <laughs> Halo work that I was doing and hearing the amazing music. Get on a warthog. Oh, man. See, now I want to some Halo. I want to play some Halo. We'll fire up my, my Xbox over here. It's not actually a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. I got two controllers. Let's do this. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that story with, with your daughter playing Bloodstained. I'm like, oh, man, I need to get back to Bloodstained. I am I was literally, I had only beaten, like, just the weird tentacle boss. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's fuck. the that's very, very beginning of the game. Boss, yeah. And so I was working through it this past weekend. I was playing. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I'm, I'm working my way because, you know, it's, it's very Metroidvania. It's, it's the guy who created Metroidvania, Koji Igarashi. And man, I ran into a boss. It, it, was, a, it was like a dude with a, with a sword and very high boots. Oh, um, Zangetsu. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I, much like your daughter, <laughs> saw the game over screen a lot. <laughs> that game takes no prisoners. None! This motherfucker was just like, pardon me while I Darkwing Duck. Bah! And he freaking shoots a grappling hook and swings across and turns and drops his sword, directly splitting my poor Miriam's head in half. And that's the first time you fight him. <laughs> Fuck my life. I'm turning 40 next month. I don't know if I could do this shit anymore. I know you can because you can turn back the hands of time. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck, man? What is this nonsense? This dude is, this dude is making me his bitch. And they're like, ba-ba, ba-ba. 
like, I'm like, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to channel 20, 25 year old Dre who could routinely destroy uh, Sim of the Night with his eyes closed. But I'm not 25 year old Dre anymore. I am 39 turning 40. Your reflexes have gone soft. They have. I'm not a young man. I'm not. Your thoughts betray you. That's what it is. My thoughts have betrayed me. And I'm just like, come on. Fuck. I'm like, I'm hitting the scene. I'm like, I'm using up all my magic. I'm like, oh, fuck this. Ba, 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 ba. I'll take my stupid magic shit. Is, magic is your friend. I'm like, dro- I'm dropping all my shit on him. And it's just like, come on, just die. Just die. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm out of MP. All right, let's do this. And like, I, I just got a thorn whip because I, I, I was feeding that, 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 that homeless lady. Oh, yeah. He gave me her food. She gives you weapons. Yeah. So she gave me this thorn whip. It's the strongest thing I got. I'm like, oh, cool. Thorn whip. I have a whip. I'm playing a Castlevania game. Good whip. You know, it totally makes sense. I should have a fucking whip. Yeah, exactly. No, I don't say that. I get no sympathy <laughs> from you. But I was like, God damn it. You know, I, was, I was using this cool katana I had. Like, first, I was using this cool katana. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, katanas are cool. I can hit those stupid plants in the ground. Fuck those oh, plants dude, in the I ground. I'm going to those fucking mocha, whatever the fuck the they're mocha called. Mocha weeds. Mocha yeah. weeds, thank you. I'm like, all right, I hate those things. And I'm like, oh, cool, I got a whip. I can hit things on the ground, too. This thing's stronger. Yeah, and this dude has just been... Manhandling me. Oh, my God. It, it, the, the, the things he's doing to me is illegal in, mo- is, is illegal in most days. I'm just trying to like backstep. I'm like, and then there's something like he'll he'll freaking spin around me and I backstep into him. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Ah! Game over. Yep. The only way this would be more fun is if it was like Resident Evil Four and I get to like see the gruesome ways I would be dying. Oh yeah. Like like my all time favorite, the Garador putting the blade right through oh, freaking um. <laughs> and getting stuck on the wall, you'll see Leon just like, oh, no, no, no. That's my all-time favorite. God, I love that game. RE4, Jeff. Yes. Soon. October. Physical copy. <sighs> even though the, the even though the digital copy is 20 bucks right now on, on, on the eShop, I it, it went down from 30 Yeah, hmm? no, I, I'll wait. The physical copy. Uh, I'm going to have to end up paying 60 Well, uh, we'll see. Hopefully I can get it from work for a discount. Okay. Hashtag Dusty Games. Hashtag. <laughs> Our sponsor, Dusty Games. At Dusty Games. <laughs> I will be getting mine from Best Buy since my gamers club. Your gamers club is still good. Still good until next next November. Oh, that camera shake is is uh, courtesy of our camera cat Yogi. Hey, cat. Um, Cats aren't animals. Oh, animals are adorable. But yeah, no October October we get our physical copies of Resident Evil Four because that's the only way I I will. I don't I don't buy a digital copy that Capcom can randomly take away from me. Yeah, no. I'm not down with that. The, the, unfortunately, the, it's only just four that people copy, and then the other two are codes. Which is fine, because four is the only one that matters. This is also true. I, I, Resident Evil Six was. Resident Evil Six was. Resident Evil Six had potential. It yeah, should try, have been a I, good game. I tried so hard to play that game. You know, it was like a couple years ago. I even like fired it back up and I'm like, all right, let me try this again. I was on. I was on. Uh, I was still playing Chris's story, and it was just like, no. It's. It's when, not fun. When you get to the end of the game and you fight the boss, who, the, the very last guy, and he turns into like some sort of, sort of mutant zombie tyrannosaur, and then a mutant zombie saber-toothed tiger, and then back and forth and back and forth, that part, that part was awesome. That and fight are you was playing awesome. with everyone, or are you just picking uh, whoever you want? Your Leon and oh, Ada at that time. Oh, I approve of that. But um, the rest of the game. See, I never got to the Leon part because I chose the Chris part and I've just been kind of stuck in the Chris part. The Chris time. part's okay. Um, Does the Leon part play like RE4? No. Or no? It does, but it, the, the Leon part plays more like a traditional Resident Evil game. Oh, okay. It's more atmospheric. And then Chris's 
plays like Resident Evil 5, you just shoot everything in sight. Yes. And then Jake and... A.K.A. Wesker Jr. Yeah. No one cares about him. But his story is... Uh, his story is not that bad. Uh, the, the one thing I didn't like about Leon's story is mm-hmm. um, there are these enemies that I, I can't... One, my Ukrainian is terrible, so... Like, all the monsters are named after, like, some Ukrainian thing. So oh, okay. Uh, but there's this one, it doesn't die. So you just, like, knock it out for a while. What, is this Nemesis all over again? Pretty much. Thankfully, or it's X, o- it only... The fuck? But the upside is it's only confined to that one particular room. Oh, okay. So the bad thing is you can't run around it. It's faster than you are, so, so you, you have, have to, to waste your it. ammo. I don't like this game. So then you go past it, you get whatever you need to do, you forget that you forgot something else, or like me, you get lost, and now you get to double back, and then the thing is back alive again, and now you have to dump all the rest of your ammo on it. It's I feel like this is one of the myriad of reasons why at work we sell many more copies of 4 and 5 than we do of 6. 6 is not a good game. Which they did, they, they forced and remake, they forced the, the PS4, Xbox One remake, and they're doing this, they did this Nintendo Switch remake, of or, or reprint, I should say. Oh, Hey, I'm all down for buying Resident Evil 4 again. Oh, uh, yeah. Again. Again. <laughs> I, 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 was, I did the math the other day how many times I bought the game. I was like, GameCube. Yep. PS2. Yep. Xbox 360. Yep. Wii. Yep. <laughs> PS4. Uh, I bought the uh, the mobile version. I have it on an iPod. <laughs> you can't re-download it, but I have it on an iPod Touch somewhere. I have wow. Resident Evil 4 Portable. Like the, the, it was like it was like it was on sale. Like normally it was take ten bucks, but for whatever reason, Capcom was selling it for a buck, and I'm like, oh, wow. I'll pay, I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> There's an iPod Touch in my storage that still has Resident Evil Four on mobile on there. Impressive. That, that that's how much I love RE4. I love, I that, love game. that game. It's, it's I love that game. And it's and since you're here, let, let, why, why don't we tell the story of Resident Evil Four to, 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 to end this episode? <laughs> to end this episode uh, of Dre's Geek Philosophy, let, let's retell the. So, what would you say my state of uh, of excitement was for Resident Evil Four back in uh, let's let's say two thousand and four? I would say uh, anywhere between um, anywhere between June and December of two thousand and four. Would you say? Was my reaction to anyone asking back when, when you and I were, were running the, the Rosemead GameStop? Rest in peace. Let me sum it up for you in five words. Game of the Year? No, 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 year? no, 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 before, no. Oh, before? No, no, no. This is your moment in the sun, my friend. This is your moment in the sun. Do you need me to set it up? Yes. Here, I'll set it up instead. So, many years. I, I, I watched a, a lot of friends play the previous Resident Evil games. Resident Evil's 1, 2, 3, Code Veronica, fucking nonsense, big fuck. McFuckheads, and I, I I was not a fan of Resident Evil. Oh, I worked I worked I worked at a game I worked at this place called GameStop. Oh, not GameStop. Well, of Game course Stop. we worked GameStop. Game Stuff back in Monterey Park, just that. not 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 far from here in Monterey Park. And uh, one of my coworkers, he played Resident Evil one so many times because he was trying to do the you know do it under two hours, do this, get the unlimited rocket launcher, get the yeah. get the alternate outfit for for Claire or whatever, and all this bullshit. So I, I was very much sick of them. All my friends. In high school, we're like, oh, fuck, Resident Evil 2 is the greatest thing of all time. Oh, I'm like, I don't care. And then uh, <laughs> a friend of mine got me a bootleg copy of Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, and I, I played through the beginning, and I'm like, this game is bullshit. <laughs> and, then, and then I would hear all about, oh, Code Veronica, oh my god, it's the hardest game ever. Oh, it's so fucking hard. And I'm like, who likes this? And I were going to E3 2004, and then uh, the, the Nintendo booth was like, oh, look at that, Resident Evil 4. I'm like, oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> and I ignored it. If I had gone to the booth and actually looked at it, it might be a different story. 
Thing, you wouldn't that get your moment in the sun here. So good. And then we had a demo of it in the GameCube at work, and then everyone kept dying to the Chainsaw Man. And they're like, ah, another one got taken by the Chainsaw Man. <laughs> that Chainsaw guy was hard, though. He was the worst. So, uh, I literally, like, so the day Resident Evil 4 came out, I literally scheduled myself off that day. I was not working at the store. Jai was working, and I forget, was, was Dennis with an E there, or was uh, that still Matt? Matt was still there. Was Matt still, oh, actually, no, Matt got let go after Halo 2. Two. So it was Dennis with an E. So Dennis with an E was there with you. And, uh, yeah, it was you two working, and I was not there. I had the day off. I'm like, ha-ha, I am not going to be in this store <laughs> when Resident Evil 4 comes out. Ha-ha, I, I have no business with this game. And I go over to game, game Stuff. I go, oh, I'm going to go visit my buddies over here at Game Stuff. Like, what do I do on my day off from GameStop? I go to Game Stuff. Young Dre loves video games. I would do it, too. Yeah. And so I go there, and I'm watching. And I'm like, of course you fucked are playing Resident Evil <laughs> fucking 4. I was... And then the first thing I saw was Leon kicked the head off of one of the zombies. That's right. And I was like, house. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what just happened? And like, I just see him, he's just plowing through people. Because when people play the demo, I paid no attention. I was just like, no, I don't care about Resident Evil 4. I, <laughs> not, I, don't, I do not want to watch this. I don't even want to see it. And I thought, I'm like, wait, you have ammo everywhere. And I'm like watching this game. I'm like, this actually looks really fun. Oh, that's right. This looks like the opposite. <laughs> this looks like the opposite of... Of everything. And so I turn right around. I go back to my GameStop. And I walk into my store and I sheepishly go. Oh, and Jai's like, well, what are you doing here? You have the day off. Would you like to take over for now from your recollect? Do you recall? Or would you like to take over for now? Please. I'm enjoying this too much. I thought you would enjoy. Oh, no. I'm enjoying it. this. No, no, please. And so I sheepishly walk into my own GameStop. I'm like, uh, excuse me, I'm I'd like to buy Resident Evil, a copy of Resident Evil 4. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, what? What was that? I said, God damn it, I'd like a copy of Resident Evil 4, please. I'm sorry, I'm afraid we only have copies for our pre-order customers. We only have copies for people who actually wanted this game. This motherfucker is reveling in the torture. And we're like, we're Mr. I hate Resident Evil 4. I don't even want to fucking be here oh for Resident Evil 4. And he's the manager on duty. And I'm like, I'd like, to, I'd like to get, you know, you need something, goddamn copy, something, a fucking copy, goddamn Resident Evil Four, bring me up for god, my goddamn employee, just go, damn it. The glee that this man had, <laughs> watching me stand in front of him with a big plate of crow, and just I'm like, oh, this crow so delicious. Oh god, oh god, this crow is so good. Oh god. I'm choking off feathers. Oh, my God, it hurts. And he, the glee that this man had as I... As I, 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 <laughs> Ouch. I was like, I'm, I'm going to need to take a copy of that home. And I, I went home and I proceeded oh. to play it for several hours. Oh, my God. Oh. And I played it, I think, every day for the next six months. Oh, God, that's all he played. And oh. that's after that. Oh. That is when, if anyone asked about Resident Evil 4, it was Game of the Year. Bitches. Bitches. Oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't take that story from you. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then this guy in March. Oh, God of War. What? Do you mean Devil May Prince of Cry? Uh, <laughs> Devil May... Pr what, what did I call it? It was Devil May Cry, Prince of Persia, and something else. And uh, Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. <laughs> oh, man. Prince of Ninja Prince May of Cry. Ninja May Cry. <laughs> Prince of Ninja May Cry? <laughs> 
No, game of the year, bitches. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh, it hurts so much. Ooh. Good old days. <laughs> On the January 2005 when, that, when all that went down. You know? Oh, man. And I played that game every day for six months. Yeah. I could not stop. Yeah, you had mastered mercenaries mode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember when you came into work and you're like, okay, so remember the chainsaw guy? There's a giant one and he's got a double bladed chainsaw. I'm like, wrong, wrong, wrong. I'm like, I <laughs> double bladed chainsaw. I didn't believe you. So I went and I played it and I'm like, oh, fuck this. And he instantly saw me, made a beeline to me and killed me. I'm like, well, I don't need to play this shit anymore. I was done with mercenaries that mode after that. Yeah, I had I had to get what was it I I had to get an uh what, a rank on yeah. all the modes so I can get the, uh, the hand cannon. Yeah, I had to get the hand cannon. I'm I'm good. I was good with the sniper rifle of destruction. There there is something quite satisfied of like playing like I doing the entire playthrough oh, of yeah. one with the uh, with the sniper rifle destruction the infinite rocket launcher. Two, the, the, the hand cannon. Maybe you just... Ba-thoom. Ba-thoom. And then later, the Chicago typewriter. Oh my god, I love that gun. <laughs> and it was truly, after all the suffering you go through those first couple playthroughs, to be able to go back and just murder everything Stranger, instantaneously. Stranger. Now that's a weapon. <laughs> oh yes, love it. I think there was one, one, one playthrough where I killed the, the vendor every time I saw him. I am a monster. I love that guy. He was so cool. What are you buying? What are you selling? What are you selling? Because when you kill him, like you go back, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone for the rest of the and, game. Yeah, each each one. Like, he he comes. Like, he can even come back. Like if you kill the first one, he still comes back. Oh, I heard he only does that on like easy mode or whatever. Like, oh. On normal and professional. Mode, oh, like if you, you kill him up, once, he's gone for the rest of the game. He's gone for the rest of the well, game. Well, I didn't need him for the rest of the game. I'm like <laughs> goddamn Chicago typewriter ride, but goddamn rocket launcher. <laughs> I think my favorite rocket launcher kill was the little dude, the the, the freaking Napoleon motherfucker. Oh my god! <laughs> that was my favorite rocket launcher kill. <laughs> All those times when I got eaten and snatched around and yeah, just like you know what? Foom! Ah! Ah! That's right, you son of a bitch. I really need to play through that. Well, I I will play through it again yep. when it comes out in October. Yep. Physical copy, Resident Evil Four. I will play through it again. It was weird. Like I, I tried like, the PS4 one. I couldn't do it because uh, I don't know. It's weird. Doing it on a PlayStation controller. I, I, I need to do it on a GameCube controller. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I need tiny button reload, big button kill. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it that way, wow. Because GameCube controller, tiny little B button, giant A button, that, little button so reload, useful. A button kill. It was so useful. It brought it back to the old days of A to jump, B to shoot. That it was just—it was a perfect controller. <laughs> GameCube controller. That's why I still have eight of them. I miss my GameCube. We'll, we'll find you a GameCube one of these days, brother. Yeah. I just want to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Three. I love that game and Resident Evil, the original. Please, please tell me you saw the photo I posted yesterday. Yes. <laughs> of you looking like a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater creative player. Yes. Like it was funny. I was like looking at like I was looking at my ensemble. I'm like, honey, I need you to take a photo of me. <laughs> it's for comedy purposes. <laughs> Be sure to check it out. <laughs> if you haven't, if you haven't seen it already, go to our Facebook page. 
Put a skateboard in his hand. It's like yeah. Put a skateboard in my hand. I look straight up like a like Tony on Pro Skater Three. Creator, creator, player. Uh, I believe our, our friend uh, T.L. Reeve. I said I look like Bob Bernquist. You do, do with a gut. <laughs> you look like you should be like shooting the curl or something, or like busting a a, a kick, kick flip uh, Busting fat tricks on kick flip. Kick flip Burnside, bro. Yeah, nine hundred man. I loved old school Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Old school Tony Hawk was. I love the old ones. Three was the last good one to me. Yeah, you're not wrong. Was there a four? There was a four. And they did four, and then they did underground, and then yeah. they did skate. And skate was the one where you actually needed a board to stand on. Who thought that was a good idea? And um, I think that was only on the Wii. Was it? Oh no! Wait, no, wait there was a weird one. Oh no! Oh no! It wasn't. It wasn't skate because we have skate at work. But I know what you're talking about. There was a it game was... that came with a board. Yeah. That was from Activision, though. Yeah, skate was the EA one. Okay, but there's a game, right. but I know what you're talking about. There um, was a stupid skating game, which came with a board, and you had to use the board, and it was dumb. It was very dumb. It was really dumb, and it was found on clearance aisles everywhere. I'm sure it was they were all destroyed, because they had to get rid of that abomination off the face of the earth. Dude, Nintendo Labo's going that way, too. I mean, that stuff looks fun, but... I, I want to get it. Cardboard. Yeah, that's the only thing. Like, I can't that's expensive cardboard. convince myself. Like, I would get it, and my kids would go... Nuts. I'll let you know when my Nintendo rep friends say it's on sale again. Good, yeah, because <laughs> I'm sure this Black Friday will be cheap. I'll probably pick. Or up. or if my boss gets it on on closeout, which I doubt he will, but <laughs> he likes to buy things. If you're watching, Bobby. But yeah, I, I last. I, I as always, as whenever Jai is here, we we, we we go long because he and I we, we yeah he's one of the few people in this world I can pick up and call on the phone and actually talk to people. You know, that's a lost art now. It really is. People Everybody don't know how to talk to each other. What's the text? The, lot, the, the art of conversation is lost because it everybody lost. would rather text, and there you can't get the inflection of a person's of what a person's saying unless you know them very well. Yeah, which is why arguments start with your significant other. Not that I would know anything about that, but you'd be sitting here reading the text, and they mean something completely innocent, and you're like, "This bitch," and you and they don't even mean it that way. And then you get mm-hmm. home mad, or they get home mad, and you're like, what's wrong? Well, you said this. It's like, I didn't even mean it that way. Apparently, a, a viewer and our Patreon, uh, Daniel Wong, he, he bought it, but he didn't he never, he never didn't open it. He didn't want his kids to mess it up. And also, he says, Jai's dope. I like to think he's dope. That's why he's one of my best friends. I do okay. He's dope. I do. Do all right. If you want to catch us at all times, remember, you can always follow us. If you're listening to this on the audio version, you can follow us on Facebook, at DreGP Podcast. If you are... Or want to count, follow me on Twitter. It's also at DreGP Podcast. And if you want to see silly photos of me posting, like, uh, like me looking like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater, <laughs> creator or skater, or if you want to see my Nintendo Beach Bag or other weird photos, which I will post throughout the week, follow us at DreGP Podcast on Instagram. And you can always buy stuff from our store at DreGP Podcast right here on the Facebook. If you're not on Facebook right now, get on Facebook and buy some stuff. If you're watching this on YouTube later on or if uh, you're listening to this, Facebook.com, Dre GP Podcast. We have a store. I sell games. If there's a game you're looking for, and uh, I don't have it listed there, let me know. If you want to find something, let and I can track it down. I work in a giant warehouse full of games, and I can get you games. It's fun, and you'll be helping me pay the bills. And who doesn't? And who doesn't want me to pay my bills? Hey, I want him to pay his bills. He wants me to pay my bills. That way, I can be a responsible father. I want to be a responsible father. Chipping in, making sure I put food on the table and feed my wife and feed my soon-to-be child. 
And make sure that his kids don't have mental issues. Yeah, make sure my kids don't have mental issues. So they don't go getting the gun and being stupid. Yeah, see? See how we round it back? That's called a callback in the, in the comedy business. You can follow Jai on social media. Or what, Jai Rizard? You can find me on Facebook. I'm the only Jai Polidor on there. Um, oh, God, my uh, current avatar is a uh, tombstone. So if you look me up on Facebook, that's me. He's um, dead. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jai Rizard. That's J-A-I Rizard. Like, the like Charizard. It's like a Charizard, but better. Nice. But yeah, that's where I'll be, where you will find all the dankest of memes and adorable pictures of my kids doing adorable kid things. Yes. Until they get too big and then... And then once they get too big, then you'll go back and resume your stand-up comedy career. Yeah, pretty much. He does stand-up. He does it well. I'm working on a new bit. I got to run it back. Oh, he's got to work on a new bit. I'm one of his writers. I help him figure out his bits because I'm good at the writing part. The delivery part, eh, it's debatable. He's the DJ, I'm the rapper. Like Will Smith and Fresh Prince. That's right. <laughs> I'm Jazz. I get thrown out of, I get thrown out of the building by Uncle Phil. <laughs> 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 Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can always donate to our Patreon. Uh, fi- find us. Uh, fi- you can find me, find me on Patreon. At you know, Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. And we're set up on Coffee now. You can, if you don't want to do a monthly thing like awesome Daniel Wong does, you can send us some money. That that will help. That all this money is going towards paying our, my SoundCloud bill, which will be coming up soon. So get on that. Daniel's already helping. If you want to help too, either on Patreon or if you just want to do a one-time donation, buy me a coffee. K O F I. Go to coffee.com and you can buy us a coffee, which is basically donating us money, so I can pay for the so this podcast can sustain itself. And not take money away from my wife or my kid. Buy the man a coffee. Buy me a coffee. Who doesn't uh, like coffee? Apparently, uh, I, if, if I want to do, like, if I want to upgrade it so I can change it to, like, buy Dre or whatever, or, like, I can do art commissions when my thumb starts working better again, like, I have to pay them, like, six bucks a month. Which is, oh, damn it. That would, that would undo whatever Daniel Wong's doing on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. What the Buy the man a coffee. Buy me a coffee. Even coffee. Buy it. Or, or if you don't want to donate, you can always just buy a game. There's games available on my Facebook shop. And of course, as I always say every week, if you cannot help financially, you can always help by sharing the show, liking it, being like Daniel here and commenting during the show, like Mike Kirksey, G-Son. Thank you, G-Son. Thank you, Rolando, for chiming in. A lot of different people chimed in. A lot of people. Or just be here live and watch. You know, share the live video when it's on or just share it with your friends. Go to our YouTube page, share our YouTube page, Dre's Geek Philosophy. Just share, like, there's lots of ways to support us without having handing me over any money. But if you do have a few shekels lying around and want to help a brother out, it would be nice. It would be nice. Does help he look like Rick James to you? He needs money, man. He can't just go be fucking people's couches. Just give him some money. What the hell's wrong with two people? Don't, don't, don't listen to me. I got issues. You got issues. I got lots of issues. I got a lot of comic book issues. I have a lot of Justice League. I got a lot. I, I got a lot, a lot of Justice League. I really do. I got a lot of SHM issues. So maximum. You know, I've been selling a lot of action figures on eBay. They've been moving. I just put up some Transformers. I'm like, oh, am I already around here? I'm like, wait. I think I put them back in the box. <laughs> There's some Transformers. I like. I'm selling off all my all my toys. I really have nowhere to put them. Yeah, that's a good reason. And I need money. Thank Bye bye, coffee. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This has been Dre's Geek Boss Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. We'll be back here on Wednesday unless Pete has another uh, 
emergency meeting or something or other. We'll be back here on Wednesday to do the Multiverse Comic Show. Well, back, well, not back here. We'll be back on Facebook doing the Multiverse Comic Show on Wednesday. And I really should get back to work my YouTube page, but good God, we've been busy at work. I, I, I had to move around 56 pallets of video games in the last week. It is fun working with video games, but sometimes it is busy as hell. But I, I had an idea for a new uh, YouTube series, though, so make sure to follow our YouTube page. There's a, there's a new YouTube series of videos. Let's just say it'll be story time with Drake. Ooh. Much like the little story, uh, GameStop story I told right now. It'll be some Nintendo Rep stories. It'll be some uh, GameStop stories. Maybe sometimes both, because I was a Nintendo Rep visiting GameStop. So, well, I, I, whatever I can get out of this old noggin of mine, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll do some short five-minute videos of me telling stories of ridiculous things that happen to me as a Nintendo Rep or as a as a GameStop manager. Fun stuff. Don't look at my hands. Don't look at my shirt. My eyes are up here. <laughs> My hands are tied. <laughs> I have all kinds of fun GameStop stories. Yeah, I yelled at the customer. He got in trouble. That's the kind of fun stuff you'll find eventually on our YouTube page. Bless you, honey. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. And for our audio listeners, if you got this far, thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Buy me coffee.